Welcome to the No Negations Podcast, a faith-based podcast that connects real-world situations and thoughts to scriptures to strengthen you. On this episode, we're talking about being humbled. So let's dive into it. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the No Negations Podcast. Daryl D. Sullins Jr. is here. And D.S. Ninja in the house did you take off your glasses as you said that yes i did that was smooth wasn't it bond james bond (laughs) you're a goofy guy you know that um um you know what forget it today we're talking about luke chapter 18 Mm -hmm. and i don't know i'm gonna read it i feel like i got a different from what you have said about it before, I feel like I'm just going to read it. I feel like I may understand it differently, but I'm going to read it and I'm going to tell you what I think. All right. Okay. Uh, what do I start at? Die? At, at one. J- verse one? Yes. Luke 18. Oh, I read from nine to nine to what did I read from? I read from nine to 14. Should I read one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Nine, nine. 18, nine, 14. <laughs> I, tell, I tell you. I tell you. You get a year older. <laughs> um, all right, so Luke chapter 18, 9 through 14. So it says, Jesus also told this parable to people who were sure of their own goodness and despised everybody else. Once there were two men who went up to the temple to pray. One was a Pharisee, the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood apart by himself and prayed, I thank you, God, that I am I am not greedy, dishonest, or an adulterer like everybody else. I thank you that I am not like the tax collector over there. I fast two days a week, and I give you one-tenth of all my income. But the tax collector stood at a distance and would not even raise his face to heaven, but beat on his, his breast and said, God, have pity on me, a sinner. I tell you, said Jesus, a tax collector and not the Pharisee was in the right with God when he went home. For those who make themselves great will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be made great. Mm-hmm. So that this is my interpretation of this. Uh, so the the Pharisee, I think the issue that he, that he did is that instead of highlighting things that I guess he can be better on, or focusing more so just on himself, whether it's just positive <laughs> or negative, he pointed the finger at everybody else. Like this person is greedy or this person was an adulterer or this person's that versus just worried about what he's doing and on the other hand or like worry about his relationship with god and not necessarily what everyone else is doing that's wrong on the other hand the tax collector was more humbled and understood like if and understood that he had some he is a sinner and understood that he had things that uh he needed to work on and pray to god to have pity on him to help him you know whatever and so that is my interpretation from this is that as believers in Christ, like there may be people around us or people in our area that is doing wrong, but we have to focus on our relationship first with God versus pointing the fingers at somebody else and saying like, well, this person's doing this. Well, per- this person's doing that. It's almost like that scripture that talks about take care of your home first before mm-hmm. you start going out doing this, that, and third. Well, verse 11 says it really hits the Pharisee stood up and prayed about himself. You Wait, see that? what? Verse 11. Okay, hold on. Let me go back. The 
the Pharisees <laughs> stood up and prayed about himself. Stood apart by himself and prayed. I thank you, God, that I am not greedy, dishonest. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. There's no grace. There's no mercy in there. You know, he's looking at himself. Thank God I ain't like that. Yeah. But wait a minute. God is the creator. He's looking down on them to elevate himself. Mm, that's wild. You know. You think? Do we do that? Do you? Do, do you think people do that now? Think about it. You know, you look at look at any NBA or sports or the business people. They look down on or look education mm. person with with the uh, associates look down on the person who don't have a degree at all. Mm. Person with the bachelor looks down on the person with associates. Well, if you went to Harvard, you look down on people that went to Ohio State. Mm. If you went to Ivy League, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, that happens all the time. And if you got a doctorate in theology, you look down on the people who don't have it, who haven't been a seminary. Yeah. You know, yes, that that still happens because you're dealing with people. Hmm. Low-key, that kind of plays plays with my mental a little bit too like if i because i graduated from a d3 school i played mm-hmm. football at d3 school and i get d1 athletes that come to the gym and sometimes i have to <coughs> like give myself that heart check and like have to discuss with god like yeah i'm here for a reason because it's like dang like how can i relate to these people because i've not i didn't play at that level but you're selling yourself short and you also selling god short yeah but it's also like what we talked about on the last podcast too <clears throat> Is like having that type of mindset of like these people do this, and it's kind of the opposite. It's like when we talked about with the uh, like going into the church, and you might have an issue with some things and not addressing it. That kind of plays in this too. Mm-hmm. Well, look, I can uh, I cre- uh, competed internationally, gold medal, and all that stuff, and most people don't even know it unless somebody says something or they ask me a question. And I tell them because I realize that I am just a person. I had some accomplishments. And when I'm around other martial artists, I don't look down on them because they don't have the same accomplishments. But I see guys who have some accomplishments who are masters or eighth degree and all that. They elevate themselves. They kind of look down on people, you know. So you never be like... (laughs) You're never in a room full of people that didn't accomplish the things that you accomplished, and you never had the thought like, "Dang, I can literally beat up everybody." (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! But I see these guys um, elevate themselves, their association, um, based on things that I consider insignificant. When I do a seminar or a workshop, it's not about my accomplishments. It's about the individuals who are participating in the workshop or seminar. Mm. It's about them, helping them to elevate their level of competition, helping them to overcome self-imposed barriers. It's always about them. When we, as Christians, it should ne- never be about you need to stop doing this or you need to stop doing that or you need to change your lifestyle. This That's not our job. Mm-hmm. Our job is to be proficient in giving the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit will do the changing on them. So basically being that light. Yes. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. And so 
the mindset, you can see it now. Oh God, I thank that I I thank God that I'm not a prostitute. I'm not a pimp. I'm not a thief. I'm not this like these other people outside the church. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the spirit of Luke 18. That that's that judgmental on. thing stuff too. Hmm. Yeah. But if it wasn't for Christ, you would be there. Yeah. But we get so high and mighty in our mindsets because we got a few verses under our belt. We think we can look down on, on, on other people. And then some people, they, they think because they have a doctorate or they're in seminary, they think they um, they do what I call one-up. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, I was reading this in in Matthews, and I and I and I learned that if I have something against a brother, I should go to him one on one. But they always got to come at, yeah. You also got to go to this Isaiah forty, you or go to Jeremiah twenty nine and this and that because he said this, and then they get to start teaching and stuff. Allow people. To be used by God and to engage. Wait, say that again. In other words, they got to one up you on a scripture. Also, like in this, in this, there's like three people talking. One person is saying do this, and another person is like, "Oh, well, try these scriptures too." Is that what you say? No. Well, say like you and I are talking. Uh-huh. You said, "Dad, I was reading James, mm-hmm. and and it was telling me not to show favoritism," and I realized in in in, in the gym that I was showing favoritism to the D1 athlete more so than the ones that went to a D3 school. I would never do that, by the way. No, I know you wouldn't. <laughs> and then I go, yeah, D, because in this here, in, in, in scripture here, and that, and then go into this scripture here and this and that. You know what I'm saying? I literally had a conversation with somebody about that the other day. So this person was talking to this other person about these issues that they have with their personal life or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, look, all you got to do is really just ask questions. Like, you don't always have to give insight. You don't always have to get instructions. You don't always have to have the perfect Bible verse because sometimes people are not in a space to receive it. Right. And so I'm like, if forcing it down their throat may deteriorate. And you don't always have to have a sermon. You try to say deteriorate. That's the wrong word too, though. <laughs> what are you trying to say? Deter. Oh, <laughs> dude. Deter. Oh, I'm struggling. <laughs> I'm struggling. Well, deter them from the actual truth. But sometimes yeah. you just ask questions, and they come to that conclusion on their own. That's because notice, I when you come with me, stuff I always ask you questions, which is kind of annoying sometimes. Yeah, more so than me preaching to you. Yeah, that actually would be more annoying. <laughs> right. Right. And so. You know, in, in the spirit of what's going on here, thank God I'm not like them mm-hmm. or thank God I know more than them or I've been to seminary and I'm working on my doctorate or I got this. You you understand? Yeah. And and people will be less likely to come talk to you, you know? Yeah. Um, but if you ask questions and make people think that's different. Yeah. But when you just, you know, just vomit scriptures on them. Yeah, you, you know. should do this. God says this about you and this and that. Right. Yeah, look, we, I yeah, just want to have a discussion, a yeah. conversation, and that's what most people want. It kind of makes it seem real. Like, I don't know. I 
And I'm not saying the Bible is not real. And I'm not saying have those type of scripture or discussions where you have a scripture. It's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying that's not real either. But it kind of feels like, I don't know. It kind of feels staged. I don't know. Like, I, me, and this is just me personally. Like, it could be different depending on who you are. But I like having a conversation, understanding where you're at and why you think the way you think. And then we can, you know, kind of adjust and figure out where we need to go from there. But from the get-go, people will be like, I have this issue. And it's like, oh, this Bible verse say this. This Bible verse say that. Sometimes people are not in the space to do that. You have to get them comfortable. I don't know. There's books about conversations and learn how to make my conversations. Well, I mean, you can, and I often do this. A person is talking, I'm going to get out of debt. I'm tired of owing people. And I say, you know, actually that is the biblical principle. The Bible said, owe no man nothing but your love. Mm-hmm. And Proverbs tell you, you know, um, if if you owe have debt and don't pay back, it's sin. Mm-hmm. You know, that there. Now you relate in their situation that is actually a biblical principle, mm-hmm. which which they may or may not know. Well, I think the perfect example of this is um, this is when I first got down to the gym and, you know, it was doing okay. And one of my friends was hit. We was on the phone talking. He's like, Man, how do you how do you do this? Like, how do you do that? Mm-hmm. And so everything that I've got, and I've been very open with everything everything that I got as far as like ideas up to this point has been from the Book of James, Ecclesiastes, um, Isaiah, and Timothy. Whether you think that makes sense or not, for whatever reason, my you brain principles and yeah, and yeah, that, yeah. And so I was asking, I just literally asked to do questions like, okay, what are you looking to do? Why are you looking to do it? And who are you looking to do it for? So there's questions like that. You know, mm-hmm. we're having, at this point, it's like a 30-minute conversation. And he had asked, like, where I got my information from. And so I asked him those questions or whatever. So I have an understanding of what he's trying to do. And then I was like, these are the scriptures to do that. Because now you ask me where to find these that information. Yeah. And this is where the, I get the information from. And so. But don't you don't know. do what they're doing, the Pharisee did in here. That he he um, he stood up and prayed about himself. You wasn't doing that. You weren't thinking about yourself. Mm-hmm. You were asking questions of him to get him engaged or to get him thinking about mm-hmm. the principles and where you got those principles from. You know what I do though, and this is I don't know. This is once again, D's getting on the couch. <laughs> um, this is we need to have a button for that. <laughs> um. Yeah. um this is where, and I feel like this is struggling from my my mind. I don't know why I think like this sometimes, and it's like a battle with me, is that when I have conversations with people, I'm like waiting for them to ask me certain questions so I can answer them because I feel good when I answer them. Mm-hmm. Like certain questions about like things we've done in the gym or things that God has blessed me to be able to do in the gym or even like on the podcast or just in life or just social media. Like I sit there and I wait for people to ask me this just so I can give them the answer. Like, Daryl, what do you do for a session? Or like, what does it charge? Or what did the income look like? Or um, how fast did you do this? Or how can I, like, I sit there and wait for those questions because I love the answer. Is that pride? That's definitely not humility. No, well, if you look at, look at um, verse 13, which says, but the tax collector stood at a distance. He would not even look up to heaven. But beat his breast and said, God have mercy on me, a sinner. He knew his place where you know your place and you know how you got where you are. 
and you wanted to, if somebody asked you that, you want to share that knowledge with them, not to puff yourself up. I'm assuming not to puff yourself up, but to share knowledge with somebody that may help them. I don't know. I feel like it's to puff myself up a little bit, to well, be honest, because it feels that way. Like it doesn't, it's not like I want to share this knowledge to show the glory that God did has for me in this moment. It's just to be like, dang, like this is what was able to be done. I had to literally like talk myself down from doing that. Isn't that bad? Well, if you're doing it to 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 lift yourself up like the Pharisees did, uh-huh. that's a challenge. I don't know if it's to lift he, myself up. I don't know if it's. I think it's more so like to create validation. Like, dang, like this is, is done, or show that it can be done. I don't know, but I don't think it's from the place of like showing what God has done, and that's the issue that I have. And this is why I had to like talk myself down. It's just almost just like. Self glorification. Like. Well, well, that that could be an issue. Well, if you're showing that it can be done, that's different. Hmm. You use what you. That's a place of humility. Say, look, I D, who don't have a lot of money and and started from nothing, I was able to build this. You can do it too. That's different. Mm-hmm. But if you do it and say, hey, I'm great because I did this. Look what I have. Mm-hmm. You know, like Nebuchadnezzar. You know, in the book of Daniel, he walking around and looking at all the splendor and like he mm. did it. I don't see. And I, God humbled him. Yeah, but that's not even. Uh, well, you I, don't want God to humble you. Bro. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's just like that. Like I'm like showing off, showing off or whatever. I I don't know. It's almost just like I think the best way to describe it is just validation. It's like I just want people to know for some reason. I don't know. Just know what's going on. Why do you want them to know? If it, if it do if you're doing it to validate you, that's an issue. I think that that's probably what it is. Because like I said, it's not to be like oh, for glory to God. Like I have to be like I have to sit back and like relax. Like okay, God's put me in this position or whatever. I don't have to share this information. I don't have to do all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you don't want to be coming from that 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 foundation because in the word tells us God gives us the ability to create wealth. Now, if you're going to create wealth to to edify him, he'll bless you with more. Yeah. But people have not because they're looking to gain wealth for personal satisfaction. So the reason why I brought that up is because my question is, is that happening because of morals and things that I view as valuable? Like, like, why do I why does that thought process even come into my head? Like, I have to. Why do I feel like I have to share Certain information that doesn't need to be shared or asked for. Well, I mean, the the rich young ruler, when Jesus said, hey, he said, Jesus, I've done all these things, you know. What can I do to get into the kingdom of heaven? And he said, I've done all those things. He said, give all your wealth away and follow me. Mm-hmm. He went away with his head down. Mm-hmm. Because oh, yeah. the wealth had him. Yeah. You know. See, I won't have no issue doing that as far as like. Dropping everything I'm doing here to go something else because <laughs> did it once. <laughs> yeah, but, um, but see, the reason why I do the the consultant martial arts consulting and, and elite martial arts training is because I want to engage with people. I want to get to know people. I want to uh, share my lifestyle with me and where I came from and how God led me and strengthened me to overcome the self-imposed limitations I put on myself. That's how I feel, too. But the, 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 uh, my only disconnect to that is, like, I don't know if it's really to show just, like, the journey or just to be like, this is what God did. 
Like, like a lot of times when every time I have the conversation, I do give God the credit. I do give God his flowers in the th- journey that I have. But for some reason, it's like I always have this thought process of sharing unwanted. I feel like I should share unwanted information or information that may not need to be shared. So like um, information like maybe how much the gym brought in or like information on like a new connect, like someone that I, that people told me that I probably never be able to connect with how I connected with them or like different programming or something like stuff that's not really relevant. Like someone can be asking me just like a simple question on like how the gym's going or just be asking about my life or whatever. I'm, and I always have the urge to be one of the, give them every information that happens in my life. Well, that could or could not be a problem because I know when I um when I meet people, I, I was like, look, I was here and I was just talking to someone, and it turns out this person was was in the same business I was in, you know, and mm-hmm. he knows somebody I know, and he gave me a number of a guy to call, mm-hmm. and and the example in it, and I do that all the time with you when we go out. You say, Dad, how, how do you just talk? How start a conversation with people? It's actually insane, you know, <laughs> and so that's because I talk to them about them. Mm-hmm. And and that's the thing that I learned. And I learned that from Doc Francis Kurt, mm-hmm. Doctor Francis Kurt. Maybe learned. that's what people are doing to me. They might be, but you 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 learn to how to start a conversation. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I just had to. I've been thinking about that for a while too. It's like, why do I feel like I have to like tell like that stuff too? Like someone would ask like a simple question, like what is a session price? And I would start breaking down what sessions is or whatever. And then it'll lead to talking about, okay, this is what gets done in a week. This is how many clients that come in. And then boom, at the end of the day, I'm telling them my whole financial situation. And so like, that's just one example. Like that's not like what happens, but Mm -hmm. that's just like an example of what, yeah. Can you do that with the gospel? Yeah, I actually did it a couple of days ago. Okay, and 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 that's that's the thing. Um, so when you're doing that, I mean, you don't have to give all that information. And I'm like, why are you giving them all that information? They might, you know, me. I'm like, well, why do I need to know that? You yeah. know. See, this is what happened a couple of days ago. A guy called me, and he was talking about how he's thinking about proposing, and he was talking about proposing marriage. to some a uh, female. Yeah. Okay. Something about proposing, and um. Is like marriage and talking about marriage. So then <clears throat> I started talking about my experience with marriage. Okay. Uh, the benefits, like tax benefits. And <laughs> 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 no, but just just kidding. But like talking about like the benefits of marriage. Mm-hmm. And then I talked about like, I don't know, just then it just like everything that may not be necessary came. And then he asked the question like, well, how do you know you're ready for all that? And then I explained like. I really like jumped into the Bible and understood what it meant to be a kingdom man. But I started going into like all this stuff that may quote unquote to me be unnecessary within the Bible stuff, but it's the same thing, I guess. But you might be helping them. You know, it, it all depends on your motive. I mean, if you're doing it to puff yourself up, mm-hmm. that's a problem. Yeah. But you know, like you said in there, you know, the, the, the tax collector, he humbled himself. You know, and doing that. And I understand I was able to do what I did, um, not by me, even though when I started out competing stuff, I was not a Christian. But I look back on that and I see where God was in my life Mm. preparing me. You know, um, he knew that one day I will be an elder, that I'll be teaching 
the word of God. I'll be instructing people. I'll be sharing the gospel. He knew that I'll be doing that. Mm -hmm. And so the journey in life, I look back on it now and I can praise God Mm -hmm. because I can see that. And I understand that there's no way I can be like the Pharisees in Luke Luke 18. Mm -hmm. I'll be like the tax collector because I was that wretched person. Mm -hmm. I was the liar. I was the thiever. You know, I was the thief. You Mm -hmm. know, I was the conniver. Mm -hmm. I was those things. And I understood when he said the tax collector wouldn't even look up to heaven because he was humble. Mm -hmm. You know, some people get a position in a church or in, 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 in Christ and think they earned it. Mm-hmm. They deserve it. Mm-hmm. You know, well, I'm good, Dr. Wonderful, mm-hmm. you know, and what I say come to pass, you know, mm-hmm. that's the spirit of the Pharisee. Yeah. Shoot. I don't know. I kind of, those thought processes, I never really act on it. They're just, I thought that, like I want to. Yeah. You know, like in conver- certain conversations, like <clears throat> as we get deeper, some stuff comes out depending on what's asked. Mm-hmm. Um, But I don't know. I just was wondering, why do I even have that thought? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. And then so, but yeah, I feel you on that though. Is because even like, you know, think about what I do now and like the stuff that's going on. Like I, I, like I said, I constantly have to give myself, I give myself a heart check to make sure that everything I'm doing is with God in the forefront and not mm-hmm. because like it feels good or it's because I don't know. I this is what I think is a good decision because there's a couple of decisions that came across the table that normal situation I'd have hopped on it, but mm-hmm. it came to pass that it wasn't it wasn't like that one facility that came across. So there's a good thing I didn't get that because that would not have worked out now, you know. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. Like I said, God, providence of God, He knows. Even though you wanted that, you know, and we talked about it. Maybe there's a reason why God didn't allow you to. They had that, you know, um, I had just real quick that somebody went once the book came out and uh, um, it went number one and became an international author. People were like, oh, you're big time. This that I said, no, I am the same person. I just did something and accomplished something through the help of God that I was blessed to be able to do. And the purpose of me writing the chapter and the other chapters in the book is to help other people, mm-hmm. not to puff myself up as now being an international author, number mm-hmm. one selling author. No, that's not the purpose of that. Matter of fact, they asked me about a second project, and I and I declined it because I'm not just writing books to write books. Mm-hmm. Now, if there's a need and people want to know something different, maybe I put it in pen to paper mm. you know uh, i'm contemplating on writing a, a a christian book dealing with some subjects yeah you know but i'm not writing books just to write books to say i'm an author mm-hmm. to me that'd be like the pharisee i got you, know? you. Yeah. yeah i don't know there's my takeaway mm-hmm. <laughs> see, see god first <laughs> um my takeaway is <laughs> I don't know. I would say, I would say, constantly check your heart position and why you're doing something. Like, I, cause I don't think it's necessarily wrong. I guess to have that feeling. I think the action of it is wrong. And I could be wrong for saying that, but I believe that, like, the, like 
if I had that feeling like I need to share this stuff or if it's like a, a self-glorification thing and I decide to do it, that's when it's wrong. Like I may have that urge to be like ever do it, but I don't. And so um, I don't know. Giving yourself a hard check on why you're doing something and why you why you decide to move away that you move, I guess. I, my takeaway is this. <clears throat> All the things that I do or the accomplishments I have is by the grace of God and his strength and his power. And I can't forget that. Once I start thinking and did it on my own, he'll take it away. Mm, that's a bar. That's a bar. Boom. <laughs> well, that does it for this episode of Non-Negations Podcast. If this is your first time with us, we would love for you to subscribe to hear our upcoming discussions. If you want more information about this topic or others, go to www.nonegations.com. There you can review or print our show note transcripts. They're great for personal or group Bible study. And if you like what you heard today, look for that review button, click it, and leave us a review. Tell us what you loved about this episode, which episode you heard was your favorite. You can also suggest future topics that you want us to discuss. You can support us financially by ordering any of our Nonegations apparel or by donating. It helps us reach our monthly goals, buy new equipment, and provide good content. If you're in or near the Canton, Ohio area, you can purchase our apparel at Blended, located in Butter Village Mall. It's right next door to Macy's, so check us out. Um, if you are in search of a community of like-minded people growing in their faith, we invite you to join the No Negation social media community, community on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. While on YouTube, click the bell to subscribe, like, and share, and we'd love to have you join us. So until next time, remember, seek God first and never give up. Deuces.